Hello and welcome to the Tech Disruptors podcast hosted by Bloomberg Intelligence. In this podcast series, we talk with CEOs and management teams about their views on disruption and how it's driving their decision-making and strategy. My name is Mandeep and with me today is Dr. Tom Layden, CEO of Akamai. Welcome to the podcast, Tom. Thanks very much. Great. So look, I mean, everyone at this point who follows this industry knows about Akamai. It's not a new company. You guys have been around for over 20 years. And really, I, I think what I would love to focus on this podcast is the disruption in the CDN and internet, Mark, like just how you're deploying uh, the technology when it comes to overlaying security or your latest acquisition of Linode. Maybe we can start off there in terms of what your vision is in terms of, you know, how the CDN services are evolving and what that means for the internet. Lots happened over the last uh, 20 years. Akamai has uh, done a lot of innovation. You know, we started as a content delivery company to make websites be fast, starting with object delivery. And then we evolved into making applications be fast. So checking your bank balance or buying something online where it's a very personalized and dynamic experience, making that be really fast. As part of that, developed very early on edge computing so that computing could be done very close to the end user. We have a, a platform with over 4,000 locations, about a thousand cities. We're in, you know, close to 1400 networks around the world. Basically, wherever their people are, we have Akamai servers near them. And uh, what we want to do is make their web experiences uh, be really fast and really secure. Now, security is something that, you know, we did start developing early on, but really became a powerful force you know, about 10 years ago. And I think by next year, security be our largest product group. And as you mentioned, most recently, the acquisition of Linode, which I think, you know, completes the picture so that now developers will be able to build their apps on Akamai in a very uh, friendly, developer-friendly way, run them on Akamai, deliver them through Akamai, the world's largest delivery platform, have a great, you know, experience and to secure the applications, to make sure that data is not stolen, that the application isn't brought down with a DDoS attack or the content's not corrupted, and that individual user accounts aren't stolen. You know, like if you're checking your bank balance on the line, the last thing you want is somebody to be able to steal your, your bank account. So we've really evolved from the early days of being delivering some static content into the whole picture now. Yeah. And since this is an investment podcast, so maybe for those who are focused on, you know, looking at Akamai's drivers, like how would you rank the drivers? And is it, and, and I'll uh, mention some, you know, is it the growth in internet traffic or is it just deploying more cloud applications or 5G connected devices or machine to machine? Like how, how do you think internally about the drivers for the business going forward? Those are all drivers, for sure. Uh, traffic is continuing to increase at a rapid rate. Now, traffic is, by and large, the volume of traffic is driven by video and software updates, particularly gaming software. Now, you'd be amazed at how big some of the gaming files are, and a lot of people are, are doing that on, online today. Transactions don't take a lot of traffic, but are very important. 
and we, you know, handle a lot of the world's major transactions, financial transactions, buying something online, you know, maintaining accounts of, of all different kinds online. Security has, has really exploded for us. You know, last year it grew at, you know, 25%, well over a billion dollars now of revenue. It's our fastest, you know, growing product line. Partly that's because the, the scale of attacks has dramatically increased, the sophistication of attacks. You know, there are some very large and, and powerful, well-funded entities out there that want to do bad things. And we're in a unique position with our platform to be able to defend the world's major enterprises against some, some serious adversaries. So that business is, is grow very rapidly. And compute, especially now with the addition of Linode, we think will grow rapidly as well, since more and more applications, as you note, are moving online. You coexist in a world where you've got telcos who also have CDNs, you've got hyperscalers who also have CDN, and now, you know, with Google buying Mandiant is bundling security as well. So everyone is trying to do everything. How would you characterize, you know, Akamai's positioning in terms of what is their competitive differentiation and what makes you think this space will not get commoditized? Well, we, you know, we've been doing delivery for a long time, and I would say basic delivery, you, would, you could argue, is, has been commoditized to some extent. That said, we're the best at it by far. You know, we have the most scale. We have the best geographic distribution. We have the best performance. And that could be anything from watching a video to get a great experience to, you know, buying something online. And so we have a very large share of the market. You're right. There's a lot of competing CDNs, but I would say almost all the world's major telcos are our partners. In fact, our largest, you know, resellers are telcos today, the, the big ones. The hyperscalers you mentioned, you know, we've competed with AWS for probably 15 years now, and as well as the other hyperscalers have, have CDNs. That said, they're our largest customers. They use us to deliver a lot of their traffic and to secure their traffic. When it comes to security, we have the market-leading application firewall market-leading bot management solutions, market-leading DDoS prevention solutions. And most recently with the Gardacore acquisition, in fact, just very recently came out with the new Forrester report, you know, the market-leading solution for micro-segmentation, which is really important in today's world with ransomware and, and the bad things that malware is doing in enterprises. Yeah. So, I mean, having followed the security space for a number of years, I know security vendors typically have a very long sales cycle. We are talking about nine to 12 months. So has that been your experience with Akamai layering on security or you always lead off with something else and then bundle security on top of it? Oh, I would today say today the vast majority of deals are led with security. And I would not say the sales cycle is, is that long. I, I would say it's maybe more six months or less. And we, we signed up a lot of customers who are under attack. And uh, that's a situation where you're integrating within a couple of days uh, or hours and uh, you sign the customer up right away. So the sales cycle is, is days at most. So yeah, it's not, not that long a sales cycle for us. And security packages very well with delivery and acceleration. So we do a lot of sales into our existing base once your application is on our platform, we, we really can do it all. We, we can deliver it, we can accelerate it, we can secure it, you know, and that makes it a very nice package for the customer. It's in fact that the whole experience for the end user, the same server that's delivering the content to the user 
is also making it fast and also securing it and making sure it really is the user that claims to be the user and not a bot or somebody who's stolen credentials and is breaking into the accounts. We do all of that as part of the same transaction on the same server. Yeah. And, and there is this perception of, you know, cloud versus legacy. So how would you characterize, you know, Akamai's product suite? Are, are you guys all cloud? I mean, I, I'm kind of, you know, comparing you to a Cloudflare, which claims it's all cloud. So maybe this is a good point to, you know, just talk about how much of your products are cloud versus on-prem or any other distinction you may want to uh, offer here. Yeah, everything we do in, is in the cloud. And moreover, where we're really unique is we're at the edge of the cloud. You know, our platform where we're doing all these things is located in over 4,000 different places. Now, edge is a term we've been using for our services and our platform for over 20 years. And the last few years, everybody claims to have an edge platform and they don't. They're really in the core of the cloud. We're really the only company that's truly at the edge. Nobody comes close to us in the number of pops, even in order of magnitude in terms of where we're located. And that gives us a big advantage in terms of scale because there's so much more bandwidth at the edge of the internet. You know, if you add up all the capacity of the last mile connections, it's more than a hundred times the capacity in the core of the internet where the cloud data centers are. It enables us to fend off the, because we stop them where the bots are, where the elements are that are doing the attacking before the attack ever reaches the data center where it could overwhelm it. So it's a, it's a big advantage. And of course, if you're, if you're running the application and delivering it close to the user, you know, in their, their neighborhood, in their last mile network, it's going to be a lot faster, a lot better experience, a lot more reliable than trying to do that in a data center that could be far away. Yeah, I mean, some of the, I guess, so-called cloud vendors in this space, like Fastly, they seem to have lost momentum. And, you know, obviously growth has decelerated. So internally, how do you think about, you know, metrics you are tracking in terms of just looking at the growth of some of your newer products like security and what gives you the confidence that, you know, the same thing can't happen to you as it happened to Fastly? Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, we have market leading solutions that really work and at scale and that are profitable, you know, and so our customers include the world's leading enterprises and they really need those solutions. And that's why Akamai continues to grow and has been doing that for over 20 years. We've got a ton of experience at this. And yeah, there's startups, startup CDNs that come and go all the time. That's been happening for well over 20 years. And because it's easy to, to set up a basic CDN. You, you get some web servers, you get some load balancers, you put them in a few data centers and you can be in business. And when you're really small, it's possible to grow that business at high percentages because you're really small and so you add a little bit of revenue and suddenly it looks like a high growth rate. What's really hard is to sustain that at any scale. And so we've seen that story, you know, that you're referring to play out time and time again over the last 20 years, and it will continue to. Is there a metric internally that you focus on in terms of the health of the business or uh, you feel investors should focus on in terms of how you are thinking about the business? Oh, sure. I mean, there'd be the basic ones, you know, revenue, revenue margin. Profitability, EPS, EPS growth, the, the basic things, you know, I, I think are very 
tell me so about you, the you, health you, of the business. I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I guess every cloud company talks about net retention rates and gross retention, and I. I I haven't looked at the disclosures around that particular aspect, but something that I'm sure all the companies uh, on the cloud side talk about when, when, you know, they are uh, discussing that with investors. Yeah, I I think profitability in this space is really important because our competitors generally are not profitable. And, you know, at small scale, they'll emphasize revenue growth percentage. It's not much in terms of dollars. And that's where you get into trouble. Because if you start scaling an unprofitable business, that's not so good. And so Akamai is, has been very profitable for a long time, and that generates a lot of cash that we can use to reinvest in the business. We do keep track of churn. You know, you mentioned okay. retention rates, mm-hmm. and we have remarkably low churn, revenue lost to customers. It's down on the very low single digits of revenue per year, you know, just very, very low. And that's because we have very high customer satisfaction. And uh, as I mentioned, you know, market-leading products. And, and so in terms of selling to existing customers, uh, I mean, is there a capacity aspect to it or it's about layering in more products? You mentioned security and now a container workload. So how, how do you think about existing customers and expanding sales over there? Both. It's uh, traffic grows, usage grows of the existing products over time. Their business is growing. And also bringing in new capability, you know, certainly around security. And that's a rapidly evolving landscape. You know, there's always new kinds of attacks out there. And now compute, which we can put on the platform, which I, I think is an exciting step. So forward. who who are you displacing on the security side? Well, it, it depends on, on the actual product. If you go way back with application firewall before you know, Akamai, you would buy that as a box and you run it yourself in your data center. And now you'd, you'd buy Akamai and that's application firewall as a service. Bot management didn't really exist before us. That's sort of a, a business we, we created. There were some startups where you could buy a box and, and try to, to do it. Denial of service prevention, typically there for, for packet scrubbing, it would be a service offered by a carrier and they'd give you a clean pipe. And the challenge there uh, is that a lot of times the carriers don't have enough capacity and it only works if you just have one, one provider and major enterprises need multiple providers. And we, we provide this as a internet shared platform service with, with massive scale. You know, as you look at compute, you know, there's a broad, huge market there that's growing rapidly. And for our customers, we have the advantage that now you can, you can hook up the compute in a very graceful way with deliver storage and security. And so we think our customers are, you know, they've been asking us to do that. And now a very developer-friendly compute capability will be available on our platform. Would Zscaler be a competitor to your offerings? Zscaler is a competitor to a couple of our enterprise security offers. You know, so there we have enterprise application access, which provides access control at the app layer instead of a, a typical network level you know, access control. So that would compete with, we have a secure web gateway product that, you know, will be competing with Zscaler. But the amount of revenue we have there today is is very, very small compared to Zscaler. Now our security business is larger, but in terms of the overlap, it's a, it's a small mm-hmm. overlap for us today, but I think over time we'll grow. I think they, they did buy a very small micro segmentation solution. We don't see it in the marketplace. So there could be competition there, you know, at some point. Yeah. And last thing on security before we jump to supply chain. So 
when uh, we look at all these vendors, they talk about interoperability. I mean, Zscaler will say their solutions integrate well with CrowdStrike and Okta. So how are you guys, you know, going to the market when, when it comes to selling security and that interoperability aspect? Yeah, we interoperate very well. It's something we've been doing well beyond security for over 20 years so that, you know, most of the world's major websites, you know, use us today. And they might use, you know, a big cloud provider maybe to host their app. They use a variety of security vendors for things that, you know, maybe we uh, don't do today. You know, there's just all sorts of companies that we integrate with because most of the world's major enterprises are using our services. But your selling motion is still direct. Like you're not looking at, I mean, besides telcos, you're not looking at some other partner that could, a system integrator or anyone else that could help drive adoption of your security? The majority of our revenue is direct, but it's getting close to 50-50. And we do, you know, really engage heavily with partners, uh, channel partners in some cases embed. There's some countries where it's all channel and there's some products, particularly on the enterprise security side where it's, it's you know, white labeled and channel. Got it. Okay. So since you set up, you know, so many new edge locations every year, I'm, I'm guessing you require a certain amount of hardware and curious to see if you've seen any supply chain constraints given what's going on with chip shortages and how do you characterize that part of your business? Okay. So far we're doing well there. You know, when COVID hit, that was a time when traffic really jumped overnight. And it was a little then for a little bit. Fortunately, we'd done a lot of build out beforehand for the Olympics, <laughs> all thing. Mm -hmm. now, the Olympics never took place, but that gave us a big leg up so that our customers were, we, we could keep them okay through the jump with COVID. Following that experience, we did a lot of, you, you know, we diversification of the supply chain and bought farther ahead in terms of the equipment so that we're in a good position today. There is clearly a trend towards using more accelerators and customized chips. Is that something that you guys are investing in uh, when it comes to building these pops and the edge locations or any, anything to add over there in terms of your hardware side? Yeah, it's, it's highly customized for us, our servers. You know, we have about 350,000 servers around the world and they, one server does tons of different functions, but it's very highly customized for our needs. Okay. And, and is that a source of differentiation when it comes to the security side or uh, what you plan to do on the containers side or? Uh, I would say it's a differentiator in terms of being efficient. You know, basic servers can do the functionality we need, but we need to do it very efficiently so that we use less power. We can, you know, drive more transactions and, and more, you know, bits per second for the same, you know, CPU dollar, the same, you know, kilowatt hour, the same square foot of colo. I'm going to jump into some rapid fire questions. And I like to have this segment just so that you, you know, you get a chance to cover things that we haven't talked about so far. So how should investors think about your moat and how long do you think it can be sustained? To think about our, our model, you mean what uh, we're doing? Our, uh, your mode in, in the business and, and just, you know, what you're doing with regards to being the largest provider of internet OTT services and CDN and, and just, I mean, the company has been around for 20 plus years. So clearly the, uh, there is something, uh, you know, in, ter in terms of mode, but just over time, like looking into the future. 
Yeah, we, you know, we invented the CDN business. We've been the largest and most successful by far for 20 years. And we're continuing to invest to make sure that stays the case. But we're, we're a lot more than a CDN, you know, so that's important for investors to understand. In fact, I think next year, our largest product category won't be delivery or CDN. It'll be security. Also, we have a large and rapidly growing compute business, which investors don't think about so much. And I, I think that will become apparent, especially as we get into the next year or two. So really we're the whole picture that developers and enterprises will be able to build their applications on Akamai, run them on Akamai, deliver them at scale globally through our platform and secure them end to end on our platform. And that's a very different picture than just what we used to be as a, a delivery company. Now, Delivery is still important. It generates a lot of revenue and a lot of cash for us, but we're so much more than that now. What is one technology or trend you are most excited about over the next uh, one to two years? Well, I, I think there's really several, but you know, there's a lot of action in security for sure. And I think that's only going to increase, especially you see the, the global tensions, you know, conflicts out there today and very capable entities perpetrating attacks against enterprise architectures that are, are very easy to exploit. It's, it's pretty shocking, you know, just how easy it is to get malware into an enterprise today and cause, you know, serious harm. And that's why you see all these headlines and that's an area we can really help. You know, I think Akamai has pretty much stopped DDoS attacks against, you know, our customers. We pretty much stopped the web application you know, layer attacks, the bot management attacks, we stop. The, the next frontier, I think, is around internal enterprise security. And that has a long way to go. And I, I think we're developing great capabilities there, starting with, of course, you know, micro-segmentation, you know, in, in Gardacore acquisition that's just proving to be just invaluable to major enterprises, starting with the banks. You know, you, you think about... It, you know, the world today and enterprises today, it's almost like if you were to take an analogy with an office building and you give all the employees a key to the front door and once they get in the front door, they're allowed to go into anybody's office and anybody's file drawer. And that's not a very secure way. You know, offices don't work like that, but that's sort of how they work in the digital world today. And really what you need is a digital block on not only every office, and every file drawer, but every file, you know, to, and you want to make sure that the wrong entities are not accessing files are not supposed to access. And that's what micro segmentations, you know, all about. And traditionally it didn't work very well. It was kludgy, hard to implement, and it wasn't very secure, but the Gardegore solution is great. And the first thing we're hearing from our, our customers is it gives them great visibility into what is going on inside of their enterprise. Uh, and then it stops, identifies malware, stops the spread of malware and, and ransomware. So I, I think that's an exciting area. Security as a whole, but enterprise security is a really exciting area for the next couple of years. Got it. And how much visibility do you have in the business and what could go wrong in terms of your assumptions? We have, uh, I think, pretty good visibility and a really good track record, you know, in terms of you know, the guidance we give and, and what we're setting out to do. And I think we do get credit from investors, you know, for doing what we say we're going to do. And that includes both top and bottom line growth and, and where we're headed with 
products. And I think there's very strong tailwinds for the business, not just more traffic, more business moving online, but the, the need for security, you know, and being a leader now in multiple areas in helping major enterprises stay safe. And, and so you talked about acquisitions that you've made in security. How should investors think about your capital allocation going forward? We use capital for M&A, and we've done, of course, two large deals in the last six months or so. We use it to buy back equity so that we offset any dilution from, you know, employee equity programs. Also, we, we buy back, you know, opportunistically additional equity. So over the last 10 years, you know, we've bought back a net of about 10% of our shares. So, you know, we, we've offset the, the executive employee equity programs. And then on top of that, bought back about 10% of our shares. And we'll continue to do, I think, the same approach going forward. Yeah. And who do you think will be your top competitor in the next one to two years? We got a lot of competition on the CDN front. There's literally dozens of CDNs that we compete with. Security depends on the product. Uh, so we have a lot of competition there. Compute, well, there's a lot of companies in the compute space, obviously, including some giants. Uh, so it, the, who's the competitor depends on what the product is. What's unique about us is that we have the edge platform that nobody has. And we now put all these solutions together as a package on the edge platform. So we can truly power and protect life online. Got it. Uh, anything else that we haven't covered so far, which you want to bring up in this conversation? I think we've, we've covered it pretty well. You know, the, I think it's, it's all about the entire application being on Akamai now from the beginning to build it there and very developer friendly tools to run it there, to deliver it. People know about the delivery part and then to secure it, you know, and that in another year, security will be more revenue than any of the other pieces, which I think is pretty interesting. Thank you so much, Dr. Tom Layden, and thank you so much for listening. Thank you.